Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I'm Paulette Ristini. I am your tribal hostess, your movement motivator, and your passion instigator. <laughs> and as always, I love to bring you people who are making magical creative change in the world, living their dreams, bringing guidance and support and inspiration to others and creating magic, creating everyday wowness and awesomeness. And um, I love to share them with you. When I meet them, I get to share them. And that's part of what makes my journey so awesome because I love people's stories. I think stories are just, they just blow my mind. And you know, you all have a story. You all have some story or many stories. So today I get to bring you uh, a woman I met this past year because I was actually a guest on one of her um, creative summits and her name is Deborah Epstein and she is the creator of Oasis Healing Arts. But Deborah, you are multi-passionate, crazy, wonderful creator <laughs> like me and that's why I'm so drawn to you. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I really loved when you said instigator of passion or passion instigator. I was like, wow, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, I just love to light fires, you know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love instigator. Yes. Of good things. <laughs> yeah. And, and while I believe you are an instigator as well, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Like magical dreaming, you know, yeah. kind of stuff. Oh. And um, yeah, it's, it's funny, because like, your Oasis Healing Arts is like where I kind of started um, this new chapter, speaking of stories of, of my work in the world. And, um, you know, I started out like artist and then moved into healing and like, and I, that kind of happened um, because of art and, you know, my previous life to finding art and healing using art. And it just deepened that healing journey into um, healing my chronic pain through um, doing body work. And that was really like, I, it just really sparked an interest in quantum physics for me and like energy work and like how all of matter and energy and our emotions and thoughts play together. So, so were you a visual artist to begin with? And then you got some physical pain? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I had grown, I grew up with a lot of trauma, like I had a lot of traumatic, very traumatic upbringing, I had a lot of accidents and just, yeah, it was just a lot. And so as I got older, I was just finding myself in a lot of chronic pain. And it was getting expressed through my artwork, because, you know, when you have chronic pain physically, there's an emotional component to it as well. And I believe there's a spiritual component because we're so interconnected that you can't separate it out. But I think when you're, um, for me, it was more emotionally driven. And then the more I started tapping into like what the emotional pains were that I started really feeling it in a physical way. And it really reflect how I came to it through art, like the understanding of healing was the vehicle was through my art uh -huh. and then into energy and then into, into matter. Then I, because I was playing in, um, I was learning energy work and, uh, you know, always seeking how to heal what was going on with me. And um, then I realized like, oh, you know, I just had this intuitive hit that I had to get into the body. And then I started studying 
massage therapy and then ultimately got involved in myofascial release, which is that uh, it's a blending of all kinds of, it's a blending of understanding of the quantum physics, um, energy being matter, that our bodies really a woven together web, not just pieces, separate pieces and parts that are mechanically uh, constructed that it's, we're a living organism that how we house the spirit and we have emotions and we have these experiences that if we don't know how to move through the trauma or move the trauma along that it gets locked in our body. And then mm-hmm. our body starts to move in those compens- compens- compensatory patterns that create uh-huh. pain and, and dysfunction in the body. And so like by traveling that way, it's like my whole understanding of how things work really just shifted. And the more I started working with people and the more, I, you know, the deeper in, I, I just kept going. Um, and then my art also played into that because I express everything, you know, through that medium. And so my, you know, as I was learning stuff, I was working it out in paint and image and trying to gain understanding. And what's really kind of cool is like, when I look back on my work, you know, as I go, go through that time, it's, it has transformed immensely, first of all, from images of suffering and pain to then images of um, learning and understanding. And then, you know, kind of trying to figure out like, what is this web and how is everything connected? And like asking the questions and then coming up with these images that have like connection and they're all about connection and web and interconnection and all that kind of stuff. And now, because I'm in the, you know, as as we move through life and we learn things and we transform, like now my work that you're seeing behind me is more of like the dream space and playing in the dream space and creating in the dream space. And um, so, so what I, I, go ahead. So what, what, what is the dream space to you? Oh, everything. I I like, I, I feel like we are, I, it's, I don't know. I just look at it this way that we are, we're creators. Mm -hmm. We're creating our own reality and it's really, it's really a dream and it's really just a shift in consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's the way I've come to understand it. And I don't know what the truth is because like we're making all this up anyway. Your own truth. <laughs> right. And it's like truth gets based on what experience, you know, and, you know, we have shared experiences. So, you know, um, you, you can, when you start looking at the world through the lens of it is pure magic and we are creators and Sorry. we're creating all the time with our imagination and we're getting back in like material form, like the feedback of those, mm-hmm. of those thoughts of those images of the dreaming, when we're like actively engaged in that, that's where we can really create some magic. But when we're like stuck in the patterns that we were brought up in or our belief systems or trauma, all that kind of stuff, we, it's hard for us to shift those gears and get out of it. And I think that um, I don't know if I'm answering the question or going off on a tangent, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Cause I go off into the dream space, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's like, you know, I've really come to see that, boy, we are just like, we're so good at creating and telling stories. And it's really like, you can have one event and you can tell that story in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I start to question like, well, why do I want to tell the story that way? 
you know, because I can like, I can pick a moment in time from my childhood where, you know, I had an accident or something and I can tell it in a few different ways, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's only me that's described, you know, that's, you know, assigning the meaning to that, you know, and it's what I want you to believe about me, I uh-huh. think could yeah. be the underlying thing. It's like, what do I want you to know about me is going to be like how I tell that story. Well, and also how you, how you had envisioned it had happened, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, someone who else could have been there could have envisioned it a whole different way. That's true too. But I think too, when, you know, when we're doing like transformational sort of work and we're going back into those trauma situations, Mm -hmm. a lot of it is for reframing, but the way you reframe it is to have that ability to look at it from more perspectives. And then, you know, to realize too, like on a soul level, like, you know, it was for my learning, maybe, you know, even that I could be making up, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an experience. And then what did I get from, from it, you know, and instead of looking at it from a perspective of like, oh, this happens to hap- this happened to me. And now because of this thing, I'm limited in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And I think, so, and so how do you, how do you move forward from that? From the trauma or? Yeah. Yeah. This happened to me. And so I have this definition of myself, but I don't Mm -hmm. want to have that definition anymore. So how do I move forward? Yeah. Well, I I think it's not a linear answer. I don't think it's, I I think it's different for everybody. Right. Because, you know, it depends on, it depends on the soul really, Mm -hmm. first of all, and what, you know, what's there. I think it's too, um, too simplistic to say like, you know, well, it's not about just getting over it. And it's not just about rewriting the story because there's, there is something deep that, that you is being held on to, mm-hmm. you know, so you have because to release. you have to release. Right. And I know like there's things that have stuck with me. I don't operate out of all the time, but when there's something happening that maybe reminds me of a certain situation that I was in, it can be a physical I'll have a physical reaction to it. Mm. And, you know, I'll know like, oh, that it's that trigger, you know, and then it's like, because I've done so much work on it, I, I realize that there's a moment where I can, I can pause and act differently or be completely in subconscious behavior and let the pattern take over, mm. you know? Yeah. And it's, I think for me, it's more about recognizing it. And, you know, also, when and and I and I think you could probably agree with me on this when you are um let's say playing a bigger game when you're like moving into the territory where you're putting yourself out into the public eye and you know you're working with people in a bigger way and getting seen and all that kind of stuff it does bring up all that Uh all that stuff and that's a lot of the stuff that stops us from moving forward right well that's being vulnerable being open yeah and showing your truest self which mm-hmm. maybe you've had hidden behind some brick walls and <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah well i love what you said earlier you said art becomes energy becomes matter mm-hmm. and i so see that i mean it's so good and and you and i have been on very very similar paths as a i mean i went from well being a well 
all my multi-passionate stuff, music, dance, writing, um, into um, being somewhat traumatized and going into body work and mm -hmm. going, I became a massage therapist as well and started diving into that sort of healing work with crystals and energy and, mm -hmm. you know, psychic work and tarot work. All, I mean, I was like, you know, fingers go everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you want to <you> <laughs> touch everything and, and find out what makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. And then how do you turn that around to bring it to your people? You know, if you have that calling, like obviously you did and so did I, um, to bring coaching and guiding and leadership and creativity uh, so others can experience their own passions. So, so what is it you're doing these days and offering to people? I mean, you're, you're offering, you have beautiful things going on. Mm, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's an ever-evolving process for sure. And um, what I'm working right on right now is kind of what's behind me. And on this side of things is, um, is my Mesa. So that is my altar ground for uh, where I practice uh, the shaman shamanic healing arts. Um, and what's being born out of that work, it's, there's a devotional practice that I have. It's, you know, I use it as a, um, as a ground for healing when I'm working with people. So it's like, it's really like, it's a space holder. It contains ancient medicine that um, I'm working with. And uh, the paintings that are back there that I'm working on right now are part of a new project that's coming forward called the Cosmic Dreaming Lodge. And that's been um, evolving, but it's, it's really interesting when you're kind of giving things over to spirit and going, okay, like, you know, <laughs> I know we're co-creating here and what, what is my mission, you know, knowing, knowing what I want to do and knowing that, um, you know, art is a big part of what I do. Shamanic arts is a big part of what I do. And, you know, hands-on healing is a big part of what I do. Mm -hmm. And how do, you know, the question was always for me, like, how do I make all of these things come together? you know, cause they came together for me and worked, you know, like how, do, how do I help move people through that? And so it's, it's really interesting how things, you know, working intuitively, things kind of pop in and these guides I've been working with and they started kind of talking to me and then wanted to get painted. And so I started doing that and I have six, six paintings that came through really rapidly. And now They've been resting a while, there's story coming through. And I'm kind of realizing like, wow, I'm creating like a, a healing mythology, mm. you know? Oh my God, that's so juicy. Mm. Yeah. And so it's like, it's cool. Cause I'm like kind of at the, I'm kind of putting the pieces together now um, in form, in a virtual form. So that's, that's getting built this year. So, you know, branding, identity, uh, building a website and a, and a space oh, yes. to play in. <laughs> oh, man. I'm re I'm doing a rebrand myself right now. Woo. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of work and, um, but it's also fun because there's this, there's huge piece of like, I have no idea where this is going to go or how big it is because there's a lot of ideas that drop in. And so see a lot of the work around that is just really kind of taking notes and keeping track of like different ideas and you know seeing if some of them want to come to fruition and others are just you know not gonna not gonna fly and um but it's all with um 
it's really interesting because it's like, as I'm, it's, this is evolving too, because of how I'm working with people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, you know, kind of have been using myself as like the guinea pig on these art things that I'm doing and explorations that I'm doing. And then as a result, finding different methods to work with people to help them dig a little deeper through with using art, with using, you know, writing and, and then, you know, doing some moving the energy through, you know, um, right. You know, I, it's, it's really interesting because like, we can't really touch and I haven't done any hands-on work, but I'm finding through the medium of working virtually, mm-hmm. it's almost like, this is where the rubber meets the road or, you know, the belief system, you know, like proves itself to be true or not true. And it's like, if, uh, you know, my question has always been, if, if all matter is energy, then I should be able to, or we should be able to work on healing the physical through the energy, like healing, you know, opening the, the body, you know, with mm-hmm. certain things that we know that are true about matter and how energy moves. And, um, a lot of it is the mind and getting the mind to, to go along with the, all of that. Mm. And yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of been cool because like this year that we've been doing this, uh, working virtually and working in a healing way with people has been, um, quite the experiment and some pretty interesting things have happened. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's been an amazing opportunity, I think mm-hmm. forced us into getting outside of the box and thinking about how to use our, our skills in a different way, which is actually the way I think they're supposed to be used. We just weren't able to access that mm-hmm. or willing to, or didn't think about it or whatever it was, but we weren't there yet. And then I think, I mean, I see this with so many people, so many levels of change through the pandemic. Yeah. And, I and Incredible. I agree. It's like, um, I know there's a lot of people struggling in, in this and, um, and I don't make light of that at all, but I also see there's a lot of gifts in this too. If we're, if we're creative enough to look for them or can get, you know, step aside from the struggle and let's face it, you know, there's a lot of things that we can struggle with in this, but um, I was just writing an email this morning about struggling with the struggle. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, it's, it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. Oh, you know, like my habit of wanting to fight with it, you know? (laughs) Mm -mm. And so, and so how long have you been on? Well, I mean, you've probably been on this path all your life, but um, as an entrepreneur, um, so do you show your work in galleries? Do you work mostly with people as a guide or a coach? Um, or are you balanced throughout all these different, um, uh, genres? Mm, Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I did do some gallery stuff and getting my work out in galleries and selling and all that kind of stuff. It just never felt right to me. Mm -hmm. And not because it's like, Oh, I don't want to sell my work or anything like that. Like I'm cool with that there's something about the way it's done that really like really rubbed me the wrong way. And, um, you know, I think some of it is like what actually, like, especially when you're doing artwork that really has like a feeling or an intention or really has a lot of um, passion and soul in it. It's really hard to like put it up in a wall with someone looking at it going like, hmm, yeah, that matches my couch and that's going to be good. <laughs> 
So it's, you know, so there is some of that in there. Um, <laughs> so it's like, I think finding, I, I, I feel like I want to change how we do that, you know, and, you know, I, I, I spend a lot of time think, actually thinking about like, where does my work want to be? How does it want to be seen? And like, really like, I feel like because of the way I'm working, because I'm using an energetic field that is set up for healing, that there's a morphic resonance in the space that I work. And so every painting that I do that comes through me has a life, it's a life force and it has a job to do. And so it's really for me, just like asking what that job is. Mm-hmm. And so I really kind of let go of like trying to get it in a gallery or competing in that sort of way or feeling like I need to sell it. And if I'm kind of in this place of like, you know, if it sell, if something sells great, you know, I'm at the, with the, the guide paintings back here, they're never going to sell because they're part of the space that's here. So they're, they're actually like medicine pieces in of them, in and of themselves, mm-hmm. not to say that they won't come through in prints of some sort or on on the website on the website as part of the the dreaming lodge um they you know and that's just waiting for the information to come on like how that's going to happen oh i love that because you know even i mean i went through those phases too as an artist especially when i was doing photography it's like well if i keep making this how am i going to sell it mm-hmm you know, is this for sale or where do I put it? I mean, I was in lots of galleries and in books and covers and record covers and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, there's always that thing about how do I make a living doing this? Mm. You know, which of course led me to all the other uh, avenues uh, so that I have been able to merge everything together to make a living. Mm-hmm. which is what, how I coach my clients is like, yes, you can be creative and yeah. make a living. You just have to find your path, right? Yeah. yeah. So do you feel like most of your work is coaching clients or most of your work is personal painting or? Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting because I'm kind of in a place right now of really investigating that for myself. Yeah. Those are my mm-hmm. questions I've been in sitting in in the last couple of weeks because okay. it's like, what do I want my work to be? Mm-hmm. And I know I have a tendency and this is, you know, could be my New England upbringing, you know, being in the Northeast and going <laughs> like everything has to, and now living in Sedona where everything is, is very like, I love the West being out in the West. The energy here is so very different. The mindset is so very different. Um, it's not, it's not as driven as, you know, the new England States or even like the Northeast area. (laughs) Cause I'm thinking of New York, you know, (laughs) how that energy intensifies as you go toward New York. It's like, it's, you really can feel it. It's really crazy. But, um, yeah, so I've really been sitting in that inquiry and it's like, really like, yes, I have to make a living what does that want to look like? But then in term, in my own terms of like living from a place of passion and lighting that fire of passion and living passionately. So it's, I'm really shifting my focus more from the energy of what I want to be feeling, you know, and not so much what I want the end result to be. And that's been a challenge because it's, I, you know, I'm coming from a place of like, you know, the achievement, you know, getting it done. And realizing like, once I, you know, once I get there, then what? 
you know, then what's the next thing? And not that that's a bad thing that keeps us creating, but what if I could shift my focus just a little bit Mm -hmm. to come from more of a place of what lights my fire, what lights my passion, what feels like play? How do I want my days to unfold? And just the other day, it was actually two days ago, I had the thought, (laughs) and I was talking about this morning on my group, what if I made play and ceremony more important than work and scheduled my work into my play? And I was like that, just even thinking that shifted my thought because all of my work is informed by the energy that I'm working here. So why would I do it any other way? It's, I think when I get into the linear mindset of like work, 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 I'm not happy. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and, and you could start to call your work play. Don't even call it work. Right. Yeah. Redefine it. Like just call it play my playtime. Yeah. Yeah. Organize play and free play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there has to be a little structure in there. (laughs) Yes. That's part of the struggle too, because my, my approach, and it's funny, I came to this because I was talking to a really good friend of mine about this very thing. And she knows me very well. And she says, well, Deb, don't you see, don't you see that you're like, you're doing this thing. You're just going to, you're going to schedule more time to get this done because you've decided that you need to get this done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what I always say is I got to mix the woo with the practical. Mm -hmm. You got to, you got to have, if you want to, if you want to get it out there and be successful and bring in abundance and make a living and make a change and make a difference. Mm -hmm. I think all those things go into play. Otherwise you can just stay in your head. You can stay in your home (laughs) forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. But I want to be out in the world. I want to be out creating change and making a difference and sharing my passion and helping instill passion in others as you. So Mm -hmm. that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's like that transformational piece is like, to me, the, I think the, the driver too, it's like, really, it's really important to me. Um, you know, I think I have, that's part of what my passion is all about. And it has taken the expression through art and through ceremony and, yeah. and through healing and, you know, um, really seeing that as part of the healing it's, and it's funny because I've kind of started looking at healing more of like a rehab you know, cause I did work in physical therapy for a, a physical therapy setting for a while. And it was like, you know, it's once the trauma happens and this kind of goes back to the trauma question, I think is once the trauma happens, it, uh, if it's a physical one, we get the body in a state so that it can go back to walking and moving and, and you get to do life. Mm-hmm. But then there's this emotional piece too, that we have to kind of look at. And that's like, because when we have a physical trauma, there's an emotional response that goes through that. So it's not healing isn't just this physical thing. And then there's the energetic part of it. And then there's the spiritual, the whole spiritual aspect of stuff. And then, you know, we tend to just like, you know, fix the body and like, okay, that's, that's going good or whatever. But then there's this other stuff that's happening like we're stunted in our growth we're stunted in our life and we're not moving forward and we feel like we're just like fighting up against this wall all the time and you know I think the transformational process like that you can take through creative creative arts whether it's music dance ceremony what what have you the expression pieces of those things can actually really be a great catalyst for getting that energy to move in a way that 
helps rehabilitate your thinking and how you're taking action in the world. Oh, I love that. Mm. Nice. Did y'all hear that, people? <laughs> Good Are thing this is recorded. <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> what did she just say? <laughs> I know, it's so good. It's like the gems that come out sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so good. Um, okay, well, beautiful. Um, you have a gift to offer our listeners. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember what it was that I uh-huh. said I was going to get. Let's see. I, I can pull it up. Hold on a minute. I got <laughs> Where did you go? I, whoops. No, I don't want you. Okay, we'll get it here in a minute. My computer, I have so many windows open. Oh my gosh. I'm like that right now too. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could look and I'm like, oh gosh, I know what I got going behind the screen. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Coming the light in the shadow. Oh, awesome. Okay, good. I did choose that one because I was like, did I do that one or did I do the other goals and heart light meditation? So becoming the light in the shadow is a really great um, webinar that I did. It was a free offering I did right at the solstice in um, around this past December. And so the whole premise was uh, you're the light coming into your own shadow. And we did a process on black paper with color. So it's a really great process of going, you know, really seeing yourself as the light and bringing it into the shadow to recover those things that we need. The shadow is, you know, we don't like to go there so often, but like a lot of, a lot of things that are stuck in the shadow are like are really great, great things that we need to transform and move forward in life. So Mm. yeah, that's a great little great little tool i hope you guys take advantage oh, good. of it well thank you that's so generous of you so all you guys i'll put that in the link so you can check into that and get connected with deborah and so um you're doing reiki healing and one-on-one uh art art coaching yeah i do um i do creativity and spiritual coaching Mm -hmm. Um, and I do healing work that I call, I've been starting to call embody work because it's a little bit beyond Reiki and it's really talking people into their body Mm -hmm. so that they can connect in with their body and release themselves. And so there's a, there's a, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to call it a method or a practice or whatever it's called unwinding. Anyway, it's something that naturally occurs when you are, uh, when you, when you let go enough and allow the energy to move your body that trauma, uh, the energy of a trauma, like say from a fall or whatever can sometimes get stuck in your system. Mm -hmm. And that adds to some of the physical problems that we have, you know, that we can't rehabilitate out of. So when you can hold gentle space for the body and you can really help the person, guide the person into letting go, the energy will just kind of move through the body and the body will unwind. And so um, that's kind of what I've been doing virtually is really talking people into their body through the sense of feel, feeling their body, and then just allowing their body to move in the way that it needs to move um, to release that. So movement's a huge part of that. Yeah. You're the queen. gotta move it gotta move gotta move it yeah you gotta move it you can't think about moving it you actually gotta move it (laughs) (laughs) i love it oh my goodness well thank you deborah i really appreciate you spending time with me today and being part and hustle and it's been a pleasure meeting you and being on your summit last year Mm. and um 
uh, I'll put all your connections and everything so people can connect with you and see more of what you're doing. And you're doing amazing work in the world. So mm, it's really beautiful. You. It's it's great to connect again and uh, hope we can stay connected. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just uh, keep doing that beautiful stuff you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you too. I love the heart and hustle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and everyone out in heart and hustle land, um, I am Paulette Reese-Denis. Thank you for coming to another episode of Art and Hustle Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. And for you to be inspired and go out and create change in your world as well. So let us know what your takeaways are, what this conversation has inspired in you. And until we meet again, many blessings. Mwah. <laughs>